This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Just a reminder, Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. And Ron, how long ago should they have gone? 15 minutes ago, you'd be in Clover. You are correct, sir. Well, our next guest, he's already a Hall of Famer. And I mean it. He's a Hall of Fame individual who was one of the best kindness and most responsible players on the San Francisco 49ers when they were lapping the field in the 1990s. I'm talking about defensive tackle Bryant Young, whom I covered then, who's now the defensive line coach of the Atlanta Falcons, but who also was a magnificent player. So good. He was a four-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, member of the 1990s All-Decade Team and the NFL's 1999 Comeback Player of the Year. He has not, however, as Ron can attest, ever been a Hall of Fame semifinalist, let alone a finalist, and that's something we don't get. So you know what? We've asked him to come on here to help us try to understand. Hey, B.Y., great to speak with you again. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Clark. No problem. I, I, I mentioned, of course that you haven't been a Hall of Fame finalist or semifinalist, yet we had NFL historian John Turney, a pro football journal on here last week, telling us you were better at your position, he believes, than Hall of Famer Warren Sapp, who doesn't have as many career tackles for losses and only seven more sacks. So my question to you is this. Are you puzzled why your candidacy seems stuck in neutral? Uh, you know what? It's uh, it's a bit baffling when you look at the numbers and the uh, span of uh, my career. It's uh, you know, it makes you wonder, um, and all the things that you consider uh, in terms of character and representation of the game, and uh, just the impact you make on a team and an organization. I think I think it deserves to be talked about. That's why we're here, right, Ron? <laughs> exactly right. That's you're you're one of the people who are a reason for being. Actually, by <laughs> tell you the truth, in 1998, you were leading the entire league uh, at the defensive tackle position. You had nine and a half sacks before you had that devastating leg injury on on Monday Night Football that uh, everybody remembers against the Giants. Uh, if you hadn't been hurt, how do you think your career might have changed? And if you had led all defensive tackles and sacks that season, do you think your candidacy would be viewed? differently than it is uh possibly i, I think you know uh, in that year leading the league or the, the league in deep tackles with sacks and uh just i, I thought at that time you know that it was a, a, a for sure uh fit to be in a pro bowl uh, that year but obviously uh people ruled me out because of the injury and just uh you know assumed that i wasn't going to be able to play so didn't consider uh being voted in but you know that year was a, a special year um I did go down early, but I still thought that I deserved some, some credit for the year that, that was going on that year. I'm wondering how much you think the position you played is affecting uh, the you know your Hall of Fame status. The last defensive tackle to make, make it as a modern-era candidate was Cortez Kennedy, and that was five years ago, and, fr- and frankly, no one really saw that coming, although I was covering the Raiders when he first came in the league and sort of know how good he was. And then it took Curly Culp, the great nose tackle, uh, over 30 years. To, to get in the Hall of Fame. How much do you think it's the position uh, more than, than you? Uh, I think part of it's the position. I think part of it is the, uh, the unknown, unknown stats that, that, uh, that not are accumulated in terms of the impact on the game when you're, you're doing your job in a, in a very uh, significant way that allows other people to do their jobs well. And uh, sometimes you're, you're the unsung hero when you're doing the dirty work. 
And so I think that also takes uh, consideration um, as well. So maybe it, it's the position. I'm not sure. I think, I think too, at, at, at one point I was listed as a defensive end. I, I consider myself an interior lineman, a D tackle. Um, and so I don't know if that had anything to do with um, with, with the steam rolling forward, but, but certainly I consider myself a D tackle for sure. I, I couldn't I couldn't dare compete with a you know all the other Hall of Fame candidates uh, and inductees at, at the defensive end position. We're speaking with former 49ers defensive tackle, not defensive end, defensive tackle Bryant Young on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at at Talk of Fame Net. And By since you mentioned those unknown stats at your position. What do you think is the most significant stat for a defensive tackle? Sacks, tackles for well, losses, forced fumbles, what? Well, I think uh, sacks are a big part of it. You know, you look at the numbers, and, of course, that's the first thing that jump out uh, in terms of, uh, you know, consideration and, and the impact that you're making on the game. But but also there are, you know, other stats that should go along with that, tackles as well, and, and um you know, pressures. Uh, I think at one time I, I led the league in almost sacks uh, for a number of years. <laughs> if, that's, if that's ever a stat, uh, like almost, I'm getting there. Then I slip and fall, or or he throws the ball. But uh, but uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things that that go into that. But I think sacks. Uh, is a big, big number that people consider. Well, one stat that not many people realize that you hold and um, in a record that you hold, but it's the 49ers franchise record for most career safeties with three, and that's more than, of course, mm-hmm. our friend Warren Sapp. Um, is that more a matter of simply being in the right place at the right time, or is it something deeper than that? Well, I think it's a combination of that and then understanding um, the play, the importance of the play and trying to make something happen. And, uh, you know, I was fortunate in my career to, to have three, uh, two in one year. And so, um, but yeah, that's that's one stat that's hard to accumulate. But when you have your opportunities, you certainly want to capitalize on them. I wanted to ask you for your expertise sort of uh, at the position, uh, Brian, on, on another guy who's going to be coming up and a guy that I covered his whole, most of his career, Richard Seymour here in New England. I remember once, uh, you know, he was a two-gap in defensive tackle most of his career here, and his stats are limited. And I remember one time after a game, uh, Belichick, somebody asked Belichick a question about some player, what he had done in the game, and Belichick said the best player on the field was Richard Seymour. He dominated the game. And I looked at his stats. He had yeah. no tackles, no assists, no sacks, no pro- <laughs> You know, if you didn't know better, you'd say he wasn't in the game. How do yeah. you – look at him what do you think of him if at all and and how can you make a case for a guy who a coach can say his greatest game is when he appeared to do nothing but obviously he did a ton absolutely that that's uh, what i was alluding to earlier just in terms of you know those uh games where you don't have a big statistical game but certainly your impact on the game was very important um because it allows your teammates uh, to make the plays that they're supposed to make and being disruptive and uh, being where you're supposed to be is just as important as making a big play. And uh, so you can have a huge impact on the game in that way. Was that ever difficult for you to do? Because I've talked to Seymour about it a number of times, and he, you know, look, I know he's a human being. You know, he'd like to have a lot of sacks, and he knows if he was in a different defense, he would have had a lot of sacks. But I always used to tell me Mm -hmm. the the stat is winning. And if what I'm doing – is allowing other guys to do things that maybe they couldn't do otherwise, and we're winning. 
that's the idea. How hard is that for a player, uh, do you think, to accept that? Well, I think you have to sometimes put your uh, self kind of uh, behind. The team comes first, and, and if you're winning, I think that becomes so important. And uh, but also doing your job in an effective manner to help your team win, that's, that's very critical. So uh, the impact you have on the game, it may, might, may not be rewarded in the way that you, uh, that you get in all the stats, but certainly you're making a huge contribution to your team winning. We're speaking with former 49ers defensive tackle and now Atlanta Falcons defensive line coach Bryant Young on the Talk of Fame Network. And you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And B.Y., I know this is going to be a hard one for you to answer because uh, knowing you over the years, you're soft-spoken, you're also self-effacing, you want to talk about other people, but I'm going to ask you now to talk about yourself. If you had to stand okay. in front of the Hall of Fame voters tomorrow and say, this is why I should be in the Hall of Fame, or at the very least, this is why you should give me consideration for the Hall of Fame, what would you tell them? Well, I think the numbers over the years are definitely a huge consideration and the impact on the game, the organization. And um, and then also, you know, ask uh, the, the teammates, the guys that I play with, the impact that and the importance of the job that I I was able to do that helped them in a in a manner. Then I think, and also, also you you poll and ask those that I played against and what they thought um, as, as a player. And so, in, in terms of just playing the game, the intensity and and uh, being able to to affect the game, you know, from start to finish, I think uh, that that's something you really have to take into consideration. And and uh, you know, certainly your opponents, you know, those are the ones who can tell you the most telling stories uh, in terms of type of player and, and what he uh, brought to the game and how he affected the game. So uh, for me, I would say, you know, it may not be the number, may not have gotten the number of Pro Bowls that I deserve. Uh, I think at times there were, uh, I may have been slighted at times uh, because I'm such a, a, a selfless person and I'm not going to be the one to jump out there at you at times, but certainly right. I think um, also a, a I think you have to give uh, credit where credit is due in terms of just the impact and and the um, the importance of how uh, one has represented the league and the organization and uh, the type of player that, that I was. Well, you mentioned some of the guys you said you played against. You should speak to them, and I think you're absolutely right. Who was the toughest one you had to face and why? Who was the toughest blocker, whatever, you had to face? I don't care if it was tackle, guard, center, tight end. That you had to face and and why? There are times that Larry Allen and I we uh, lined up against each other and we butted heads. Uh, but he played the left side and I was mostly the left side. So from time to time we we uh, meet. Uh, I remember he was playing right guard and and I think he played a little tackle. And so we had some battles early on in our career. And certainly, uh, you know, that was those were games where you come out I was like, boy, that was a that was a tough battle. But uh, he's one guy that comes up that I really respect and. Uh, just the way he played the game, and and there are a number of guys too. Um, you know, uh, early in my career, I played against Demonte Dawson, uh, center for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who was uh, pretty good. And um, I knew that you know, playing against him, I had to be technically sound and just uh, be on my p's and q's that day. And certainly, uh, guys like him and uh, Larry, they challenge you to to be the best. And uh, there are a number of other guys too that. Um, that, that brought out the best in you and uh, had some great competition against. Brian, I always like to ask defensive players this, this question. 
who was the hardest guy or the, or the guy you'd like to tackle the least? I remember talking uh, one time uh, to a guy who was telling the story about Earl Campbell, and he got halfway through it. He said, you know, my jaw hurts right now just talking about tackling, <laughs> tackling Earl Campbell, let alone tackling. Was there a guy yeah, that yeah. sticks out in your mind and say, man, that guy was tough to bring down? You know what? One of the toughest runners that I faced was Emmett Smith. And uh, we had some battles with the Cowboys, and we knew that what type of runner he was. But Emmett was uh, just a hard downhill runner. And uh, when, you, when you went to wrap him or tackle him, you had to bring everything you, you had. Um, really uh, loved competing against him. But the other guy that was just so elusive uh, was Barry Sanders because uh, he'd make nothing – you make something out of nothing, and uh, you just knew you had to, you know, be, you know, physically fit and ready to compete that day because this guy was going to give you everything he got, and uh, he'll make stuff up on a dime now. There was once a guy, Bryant, for the Patriots when I was covering him, who literally missed him three times on the same play. He was even laughing about it after yeah. the game was fit. It was hilarious. <laughs> he couldn't tackle him no matter what happened. Oh, uh, it was great. <laughs> it a happens. Lot of good runners over the years. He made you know, a lot of people look what, bad. Adrian Peterson, I'll tell you what, he's a, I faced him a couple of times. He's a pretty tough runner now. Uh, you, you allow him to get going now. He'll, he can run through you if you allow him to. Bryant Young, thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with the Hall of Fame candidacy. Thanks a lot, Clark. Thank you. You got it, B.Y. That was former defensive tackle Bryant Young. And, Ronnie, uh, what do you think his chances are of being a semifinalist? Maybe this year. Well, I think they're probably pretty tough. Uh, you got a lot of people that come on the committee that probably don't remember them. If you, if you do some research, you, you, it's hard to find stats, and so you got to you got to dig deeper. I think it's going to be tough for them. Well, I know what I remember. We got an ad coming up, and it is coming up right after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network.